Howdy, hey friends, welcome to the Rope Droppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Disney needs. My name is Glenn, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts Landon and Colby. So hyped to be back with these guys. Such a great episode for you this week. Uh, we have things like Hopper Drop and D23 happened this past week, so we have so many announcements. Parks panels, some hops, some drops. Really hyped for it. And then we are moving on to the drafts and this week we are drafting the best disney tv show so that's disney channel originals disney xt or even disney junior i'm not going to speak for the boys but i might have a show or two to draft from there then we have extra magic hours which is for a patreon exclusive and as usual we'll wrap the show up the disney trivia showdown yeah let's jump right into it for our first story is how y'all doing this week i'm doing great i'm excited to be back i hated that i had to miss last week but some things came up and they just didn't work out y'all did a great job but yeah i'm just excited to be back colby here very excited to go over the parks panel this is definitely one of my favorite things about being a disney fan just seeing all the change that is hopefully gonna come to the parks we'll see we'll see what actually happens but definitely excited to, to dive into this let's do it but our first story is a doozy. Considering we drafted shows last week, I think this one's kind of relevant in the Rope Droppers' minds, or at least in mine. The Country Bear musical will be replacing the Country Bear Jamboree in 2024 at Magic Kingdom. And in this show, the bears will be reinterpreting some of our favorite Disney songs, like A Whole New World, Bear Necessities, things like that. And technically, this update was pitched like a really long time ago, like all the way back 20 years ago. Then it was quietly brought up again in 2018, but then it was paused because of COVID, and now we are hearing about it. Crazy considering how dim the parks panel was last year that they didn't bring this up. But what do you boys think of this story? Someone who in the past year did Country Bears for the first time, like Big Shocker, this is a big hop for me. I do have one request for Bob Iger. This is like a call to action for a mini one. But I would love if they changed the seating in here. It was incredibly uncomfortable. But I'm excited to get new songs and everything. Yeah, I'm definitely hopping on board. Overall, I do think that this is going to cause a lot of commotion in the Disney community, especially like the Disney purist mind. But you know me, I love to see a little change. This show's been the same for how long since it's been open i don't think it's changed it's an, it's an opening day attraction yeah it's opening day attraction 1971 so we're talking like 50 plus years why not change it i love that they're doing renditions of disney songs that's not exactly what i would want them to do but as usual one of my favorite things about disney is they surprise me Genuinely, they do, they do surprise me. And some things that I really don't think that I'm going to like, I end up liking. And I'm not going to pass a harsh judgment on something I've never done before. And so in 2024, I definitely will be ready to uh, experience the new Country Bears. I do think it's going to cause a lot of fanfare. I think people might chain themselves. I'm not kidding. To, to the attraction. Don't be that so, fan. If you're listening, don't, don't be that change. person. I'll cancel I, I'm my all plans. For it. That's fine. <laughs> I'm all for it, though. I, I'm, I'm glad they're changing it. Okay, so my opinion on it, as far as this goes, I, I'm going to try to keep it brief. I really like the Country Bears. I think it's great. I'm on the same page as Colby, as far as I'm not, like, super hyped about the Disney songs. Over the years, Country Bears has been slowly, like, changed just a little bit. So for those of you who don't know, the show was actually five minutes longer um, than it is now. Uh, back in, I think it was 2003 or 2008, one of those numbers, they cut five minutes of the show because people's attention spans were so short. Everyone was complaining about how long the show was. And now with them getting rid of 
Splash Mountain and everything. I think it was time, but I'm hopping on board for this because they are not getting rid of the country bears. With Splash Mountain, they replaced it with something newer. We are keeping some of the beloved characters from the Country Bear Show, other than one, which we're going to talk about in a second. But I think this is a hop. And plus, this will appeal more to the international audiences that come to Disney. A lot of the things in Country Bears go over a lot of people's head, which is why it's a popular show on super busy days. But on the slow days, there's nobody in that theater. Overall, I think this is a really great change on Disney's part. I'm glad that they are doing it quickly and not really putting it off that far it's happening next year which is in three four months it'll be opened all right i have a question if y'all could see any song in country bears what would it be that's a great question i will go someday my prince will come i think that they could do a really funny version of that song i was thinking a whole new world with trixie and what's the the bear that they get all excited about that's on the swing trixie Oh, okay. So I was thinking something like that, too. I think that they can make it really funny. Or like an upbeat song, like a Coco song. No, they're going to throw Encanto in there in some way. Or Moana. Dude, if Big Al saying, you're welcome. Bro. But another change that they're making to Country Bears, the beloved Liver Lips, which is a disgusting name, but great character, is receiving a name change, and it's being changed to Romeo McGraw, which I have mixed emotions about, but how do you guys feel about this? It's a strange name at first, so I feel like you have to change it. Just, I don't know where the Romeo came from. I thought this was the country, not Italy. Those are my thoughts. Man, we need to think of something between hop or drop, because I'm completely indifferent. I don't care. Doesn't matter to me at all if his name's changed. He's a popular character, I know, so I think that people will probably be upset that his name is changing. Why don't you change Big Al's name? So we're going to change oh. Liver Lips' name. If they would have done Big oh. Albra, I would have chained myself. All right. I would have rioted. What I'm, but what I'm trying to say, I just don't understand how all the characters to change their name, you choose Glover Lips. So is it because you don't think it's appropriate? Or also, the change from Liver Lips to Romeo, that's just, that's crazy. I just honestly don't care. I guess I'll hop on board. <laughs> Let's do it. I think, okay, so I think, so Liver Lips' name is already Liver Lips McGraw. I think that if you say just Romeo alone, it do, it's not super, like, country. But I think if you say Romeo McGraw, it makes it sound more country. Does it? Not much. Does it, I, No, I just think the name McGraw sounds country. That's about it. It's like McGraw. It should have been Cletus. Cletus, Mc, Cletus McGraw. That sounds uh, good, doesn't it? But, no, it's pretty bad. But I don't know. I'm indifferent. If they were leaving the show exactly the same and then just changing his name to Romeo, that'd be like, oh, red flag. But yeah. this is not a big deal. I'm probably, I'm pretty indifferent too, but I'll hop on board because I am decently excited about this update overall. Yeah, that's I'll, I'll hop on board because of that too. And, dude, we're just going to keep the ball rolling on Magic Kingdom. We tried to divide this up as far as parks goes. So we're hitting Magic, then we're hitting Epcot. Then we're hitting, last but not least, because most certainly not least, Animal Kingdom. Hollywood Studios isn't really receiving any updates this time, which is a bit of a bummer, but it makes sense. It's gotten so much love over the past few years. But let's keep the ball rolling on Magic Kingdom. So first of all, this is one of those blue sky projects that they could throw out there as if, as if it's really well developed. The Pirates of the Caribbean will be getting a tavern over there in Magic Kingdom, it's going to be replacing Tortuga's Tavern. It's speculated that this will be like a sit-down restaurant thing, similar to Trader Sam's uh, or Oga's Cantina. That's how Disney be able to do it really well. That's my hope, at least, and that's what people have been speculating. But 
what your guys' thoughts on Tortuga Tavern being replaced and Pirates of the Caribbean getting its whole theme tavern over here. This would be awesome. I'm hopping on board for this. I love Pirates of the Caribbean, so if they can throw some more Pirates theme in that area, and to me, I view this as an upgrade. Like, if you make this, like, a nice sit-down restaurant, like, I know Disney's going to come in clutch with the theming. I'm confident in that. I just think the idea is fantastic, and I'm really excited thinking about it, and I'm hopping on board. Yeah, I I would be pretty disappointed if this idea fell through. I'm hopping on board for sure. I This is such a perfect fit. This just is too perfect of a fit for Disney to even consider it. But man, I, this is a great idea. When Disney puts their all into a restaurant, they do theming really well. So I'm definitely really looking forward to what they could do. Obviously, it's right across from the ride. It's just, it's such a perfect fit. It's unbelievable, really. I would love for them to follow through. This is probably the biggest hop on board for me. I, I really like this idea. Whenever we did our spec refurbished re-theme of the Magic Kingdom, the one thing I said for Tortuga's Tavern was that it had to go. We all had different visions for what that looked like. But in my head, I'm like, this is what I was thinking of without being able to put it into words. So Magic Kingdom doesn't serve any alcohol unless you're at a sit-down restaurant. So there's no alcohol across property Be unless there's guest, a sit-down. Right? Be our guest, and Cinderella's Royal yeah. Tables, you can get it at Tony's. Such a big part of like, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and even the ride is like, like rum. It would be weird for them to do a Pirates of the Caribbean tavern in an, or bar-style setup and not have any alcohol in it. If it was a quick service, they wouldn't have any alcohol. I'm just wondering how they're going to balance that theming. But again, this is a hop. I'm so happy that this came. Yeah, a uh, big win from uh, my corner of the room. Let's keep the ball rolling. This is our last story for Magic Kingdom. We have a confirmed-ish date as far as the Hatbox Ghost goes in Magic Kingdom. So we've been speculating ever since they did the refurbishment of Haunted Mansion and announced this. We've been speculating exactly when this will come. But the Hatbox Ghost has been confirmed to be debuting late November 2023. So late November of this year at the Magic Kingdom. So if you're going December, huge hot for you. If you're going in early November, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but you're not going to be able to see the Hatbox Ghost. But what are y'all's thoughts? I wish I could swing a trip like early December, but there's school to be schooled. But yeah, this is a big hop. Who doesn't love this? And if you don't, you're not a Disney fan. Turn the podcast off. This is huge. Maybe don't turn the podcast off just yet, but definitely <laughs> hop on board the hot box because this is such an incredible improvement. Something that needed to be done a long time ago. It's I, I love that it's actually coming. And yeah, I'm really excited to see it. I'm not a Haunted Mansion guy, but when I go to the Magic Kingdom, this will probably make the Hatbox Ghost and Haunted Mansion be something I have to hit. The fact that it's coming in late November think has something to do with our next story there's a whole lot happening at epcot and oh first of all i hop this story I'm, I'm totally on board i'm so excited i don't have a plan a trip planned for early november so i'm not disappointed with when this is coming out I, I am super happy that it will be debuting this year but landon mentioned that he would want to swing a trip around early december of this year around like here in a few months and let me tell you whenever we talk about epcot which is what we're talking about now there is so much happening December. Two huge things are happening for Epcot in December. They are getting a brand new fireworks show called Luminous, which we talked about fireworks show last week. So it's so crazy that they literally are changing two of the things we discussed last week. But Luminous, a symphony of us, is a nighttime show coming to Epcot on December 5th 
of 2023 and World Celebration, the middle of Epcot. The walls are tumbling down. It is going to be Jericho in Epcot, but I'm just excited for this. So what do you boys think? I'm excited for a new show. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. My only thing would be the name. I think Mickey Views, my boy Braden said it best. It sounds AI generated. Compared to Chat Harmonious, <laughs> yeah, ChatGPT, Harmonious, Luminous, it doesn't have to be an us at the end. But I'm excited for a new show. That's just my only thing. Yeah, I cannot tell you how excited <laughs> I am to see the walls come down. Finally, I'm literally so excited. Um, it's been a long, long, almost four years. At the time that the walls come down, it'll be three years and eleven months since the walls went up. So four years of walls being up at Epcot, Epcot not being complete. There was a time where Epcot was almost my favorite park. That's how much I love that place. And right now, it's got to be dead last. It's just horrible right now. Wow. Dude, it's just horrible right now. The walls really impact it for me. It's so hard to get around. If I say I like Animal Kingdom better than something, and I hate Animal Kingdom. Guardians is struggling right now. Oh, yeah, dude, and I don't hate. Look, I just I don't like Animal Kingdom to get a reaction out of the audience, but it's crazy. You got my like, reaction. Yeah, how <laughs> how different Epcot feels with the walls up and the walls down. So I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, and as far as the nighttime show goes, I'll give it a look. I'll take a I'll take a lap around the area and watch it. But as far as getting super excited for it, I uh, we'll see. I'll hop on board, and why not? Because I'm not going to harshly judge something I haven't seen. But definitely excited for the walls. I, to- I totally agree as far as the walls go. I'm so hyped about it. I, I didn't watch Mickey View's video intentionally because I wanted to try to have my own opinions on it. But the fact that you said that I can't read the name Luminous. Now, it just looks like someone fed it Illuminations and Harmonious and was like, give me something in between. Exactly. That being said, the uh, only thing that makes me nervous about the show is that legitimately they didn't tell us anything about the show other than it was coming on December 5th. The name was Luminous Symphony of Us, and they gave us a graphic. But we don't know anything Walt, else Walt about Disney's it. Walt Disney's birthday. I think that's that, that was their big thing, because I think Dreamer's Point is opening up in World Celebration at that point as well, which is where their Walt statue will be in Epcot, which I love there being a Walt statue in every park. I think that's so cool. Facts. Um, just, to, just to put it like... Wait, where's the Walt statue in Animal Kingdom? There's not one, but for them to put one in every park. So there oh. wasn't one in Epcot, but there is one now. It'd be really cool if they kept that tradition going. I don't think there's one in Hollywood either, is there? Anyway, I, I just think it'd be a really cool thing for them to have a Walt statue in every park. But that being said, I'm super excited for both of these. I'm hopping on board. I hate Epcot forever. Don't hate it. I have I don't love it, though. I think it was a really cool transition show, but I hate that it came back for a second time. I think that's what I'll say about well, it. But, I, the only reason it came back is they just didn't know what the heck to do. They're like, yeah, they like, also, I, I honestly don't think they planned on getting rid of Harmonious as quickly as they did because of how much work they put into those barges. But people were so upset about the barges that they were like, I'm out of here, which makes me excited. I hope they do something similar to Illuminations as far as Luminous goes. That's my hope, at least. Enough difference to where it'll still fit into Epcot's current vision, but it's just where I'm at right now. But that being said, we are going to continue on in Epcot and talk about Test Track. This is another one of those Blue Sky projects that they announced. It feels like a more definite Blue Sky project considering they're working with Chevrolet on this. Spoiler, it's the reimagining of Test Track at Epcot. Imagineer teams are working alongside Chevrolet to reach back into history from the original world of motion, which is 
crazy. That scratches my Epcot itch, which is lovely. And they're trying to bring the spirit of optimism into the next iteration of Test Track. Those are official words of Imagineers. Super excited for this. What do you boys think? I'm excited for it. Test Track to me right now is just like a little, eh. Like I, I want to see change for this especially. So seeing this and seeing them understand that this is what the people want and them taking action to this is huge. And I do have one request. I really hope that they still have the salesman trying to sell you a Chevy car whenever you get off the ride. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, I'll hop on board simply because it's changing and Test Track needs to be changed. But we really don't have that much information on what it's going to be. So it's a wait and see. I know that I saw, like, some concept art. The little things that we did see, and it's the cars are going to look like World of Motion. Is it still going to be a thrill ride? Is it still going to be the same track? I think there's a lot I'll of questions. Not anything about the track. It better so, be a thrill ride. It yeah, better. Well, it's we the very don't... first test track overlay. This is, We have test track 2.0 right now. It's basically going to be test track 3.0 with a new overlay. If that is what it is, I'm going to drop this. I really am. Because that's not what I want to see happen. I'd like to see a total revamp of the whole ride because it's so boring right now. But I would agree. I'm going to backpedal. Okay, <laughs> so I will try this, of course. But if it's the same track, man, I don't know how I'm going to get excited about this. Are they changing the story? When I heard that this is what they were doing, I was confused. Because this is the only thing in Epcot that's going backwards to what Epcot used to be. This is it. Everything else is being changed to bring in IP. This is the only thing that's not. So I think it's going to stick out like a sore thumb. Hands up, straight up. I love this, that it's going back to World of Motion, which I don't think it'll be in a way that feels like a sore thumb. To be honest, this is not the ride I wish they would have announced the reimagining of first. I wish they would have done Spaceship Earth first and then moved back. I think when they do redo Spaceship Earth, it will fit this as well. Big reason why I'm hyping on board is because there is no IP in this. They are going back to an original idea, and it's been so long. Every other announcement we talk about today Every other announcement is an IP-based announcement, including Country Bears is getting overhauled and getting IP now. Pirates of the Caribbean, I love that it's getting a, a tavern, but that's IP going into the park. Hatbox Ghost, not really IP. Luminous, not really IP. But the reimagining of Test Track, also not IP. I think that it's rare for Disney to do something completely original as far as a ride goes nowadays. This, to me, is a step in the right direction. I don't think we have enough information for me to be fully on board with this either. I totally agree with you there. I think that about a lot of these announcements that we got, these all felt like early development Blue Sky projects. But I am super duper excited about this. And I think that if they pay homage to what Epcot was while still moving forward, it would be a super duper cool thing. So I'm hopping on board for this. That being said, we are going to talk about my buddy. He's your buddy. He's not Buddy Boyle, but he is Figment. The meet and greet is officially started over in the Imagination Pavilion. It's been opened for almost about a week now by the time this podcast comes out. On his very first day of operation, he had a three-hour wait. A three-hour wait. And people, I think you need to understand, this isn't the popcorn bucket. This man will be here for a very long time. So there's no reason to wait for that long unless you were on vacation. Just my thoughts. Hey, this is a huge hop. I want to give a shout out to um, Kelsey Shar. Um, she actually works for Colby's mom, but she um, posted a picture with Figment today. And I was just like scoping out Figment. And I was like, this looks awesome. He is giant, as Colby said. And I'm ready uh, to see he, him like a he, mid- he looks skinnier, though. No, he is. He's been working no, out. Definitely. They changed him a lot. Cardio. Uh, yeah, dude, he's <laughs> been hitting the gym. 
he looks he's, a he lot really put more that imagination like, to work <laughs> he looks a lot more like he does on the ride which i think it's good it's more consistent yeah um, but yeah this is definitely cool i watched a video of the first time he ever came out and people were like getting so hyped it was funny but yeah i'll meet him at some point it's definitely a hop there's no reason to hate on this hey. I, I can find a reason to hate on anything so this is if they've stopped me that's good you've done it let Disney. me let me tell you this is the first time in a really long time that there's been a three-hour wait anywhere near the imagination pavilion though Let, let's be clear yeah <laughs> very accurate yeah i think it's really cool like okay philip posted a video today shout out philip about him on figment and figment was walk on i think this is crazy that it was a three-hour wait i love that he's here i'm hyped that disney's given this character some love it's much more sense here than vanellope and ralph did but huge win there is a video going around right now of his second day coming out where he did eat it he fell it is very funny i hope the cast member is okay but they did add slip resistant stuff there now so he shouldn't be able to fall anymore but if you saw that video it was sad but funny to laugh at that being said we are going to move on to what i think will be another hop just because i'm tired of waiting around for an opening date of this attraction moana journey of water or Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. I'm so sorry. We'll be opening on October 16th, and Disney has announced that Moana will have a meet and greet in this area as well, uh, which I'm super excited for, but what do you boys think? I'm excited. Hey, this just makes the area better. Gets people more excited to have meet and greets. I love the meet and greet aspect of the park. I've grown to love that, especially, I think, over the past year a little more. But yeah, this just, I feel like it builds a connection between certain characters with the people and especially attractions. So with journey of water opening, it's just going to make it more exciting for everyone to do it. And it's going to create those magical memories for people. So I'm hopping on board. This is another thing that there's no reason to hate on this. I wouldn't say I'm overly excited for journey of water, but I'm excited to check it out at least and give it a shot. I'm just glad it's opening. So yeah. We'll hop on board and I'll give you a full review of it at some point. I'm ready for the photo op. It's got a great photo spot. It does. Any Moana pictures will be in there. Um, Yes. I'm also hopping on board for almost the same reasons as Colby. I feel like a broken record at this point, but I think that just an opening date for this attraction makes me more excited for it. I've seen a lot about it because it was really hard to avoid spoilers for it. I, I am happy that this is finally opening and that this opening, we are another step closer to a complete Epcot. And that's a huge win for me. Being said, probably as soon as Epcot gets fully reopened, Animal Kingdom is going to become pure construction, baby, because there are some overhauls happening in this park or blue sky projects that they're calling complete projects. doesn't really matter. But Zootopia will be replacing It's Tough to Be a Bug. An opening day attraction being replaced from one IP to another. Overall, I am super excited. There will be an animatronic in this attraction. This is sad. I love Tough with a Bug, like low key. But this is a big change. I'm excited to see if they bring. Zootopia has been a rumor all around the park. And to be honest, I wasn't too excited about them making a whole land out of it over here. So for them to implement it in a way like this, I think that it's really one of the better things they could have done with the situation. So I'm just excited to see where they take it. And in honor of it's tough to be a bug, I don't think there's many people who honestly are going to miss it because I think it's a little outdated for the kids, the new generation moving on. And I have to remember that. So I'm hopping on board. 
So overall, I'll just start off. I am hopping on board. This this tough to be a bug has been around since 1998. It's honestly overdue. It's needed to change for a long time. I am a little disappointed. This is how they're bringing Zootopia to the park. I was pretty excited about a potential Zootopia land. I thought that had some really cool legs that could be really awesome. Zootopia was such a popular movie, and they really just have not capitalized that in the parks, and I guess they're trying now. I was just really surprised to see this is the way they're using Zootopia. But, of course, I think it's going to be funny. I think Clawhauser, isn't he, like, the cop that's, like, a, a cat? Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, maybe I could be wrong about that. Isn't uh, he? Let me look him up. I'm pretty sure the animatron- the- they announced an animatronic because they have a whole Zootopia land over in Shanghai. So that might have been that is the cat. So I am wrong. It's the cheetah. So he's, yeah, he's a good guy. I saw I've seen Zootopia once in theaters. I loved it. Dude, should we do a rewatchables on Zootopia next episode? I'm comment, totally down for that. I, I think down. we should. Yeah, but I, I really enjoyed Zootopia. Might as well bring it to the parks. So I'm gonna hop on board. Also, I think a really interesting conversation will be how many of these new stories will be relevant in a year. How many of these new stories will actually happen, especially in animal? I think it's a fair question. Yeah, I totally agree. I think talk about it a little bit more in uh, Extra Magic Hours. So if y'all want to tune in there, we'll give a more raw opinion on how we actually feel about everything coming to the parks. But right now, as far as like this replacing It's Tough to Be a Bug, replacing uh, an opening day attraction, they give It's Tough to Be a Bug no love as far as maintenance goes like every time i get on it one of the two animatronics in the show are broken whether that's flick or hopper and then with everything that they're doing over in shanghai and their zootopia land i was really hoping we get some sort of zootopia land replacing the rafiki's planet watch area but the fact that they're starting to bring this to the park and that they're pouring more money into animal kingdom i can't be really disappointed with it and I'm happy that they're not replacing something that doesn't have IP with something that does have IP. I'm happy they're growing IP for IP. But I am excited. I've seen Clawhauser. I've seen the animatronic of the cheetah over in Disneyland Shanghai. They put a video up at D23. And man, let me just tell you that it looks really cool. So I am very excited to be able to see that here in the U.S. Because it seems like we don't get anything cool anymore. But I'm hopping on board for this. It does stink a little bit seeing opening day attraction go. But overall, it's a pretty big win. That being said, this next area, I have really mixed emotions about. The name, we'll talk about it in a second. Tropical America's Land is replacing Dino Land. And this land will be featuring Encanto and Indiana Jones. This is really just like a better developed blue sky project from what we had last year where they announced a Moana area coming to this. I am much happier that it's this versus a Moana Land. But what do you guys think? Tropical America's Land. Tropical America's land? What is this? Silver Dollar City? Bruh. This is Disney. This is terrible for the name. I am excited they're changing it. Bulldoze Dino Land. I'm ready to see Indiana Jones. It's coming. I'm speaking it into existence. But the name is trash, and they need to do something about it. ASAP. You know how it is for me. It's Bulldoze Dino Land. It's Get Out the Crane. It's been that way for so long, so I'm happy that they're doing this. One thing I'm not thrilled about is I really wanted to see Beastly Kingdom come to this area. I know that it's such a far-fetched dream, and it would probably never happen. But I guess they are—they really are just abandoning what that what Animal Kingdom is and was. It's never going to be that again. How it's going to be animals that are alive, animals that are extinct, the animals that are mythical. 
because it lo- seems like dinosaurs are completely going to be removed from the park, which I think is okay. I would have loved to for them to do more dragon stuff and like stuff like that. Tropical America's Land is definitely it's, it can't be the name they land on. It just can't. Like I, yeah. it just there's no way. They're gonna they're gonna do that. There's no way. Like I know Chad GPT did not spit that out. They would have said something way better. <laughs> I'm happy that dinosaur is being changed. Indiana Jones is honestly this is just really surprising. I would have really liked them for them to just take out th- this would fit way better where Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular is. I I wish that they would have just there's so much space there. Why would they not just tear that whole place up and just put the Indiana Jones right there? It's like action-y and it's adventure over there. They're putting Encanto in Animal Kingdom. As far as Encanto goes, I like the movie, so I'm excited that they're going to bring this there. It's just an interesting spot to bring it. I'm thinking some of these, especially this Tropical America's land, I just don't know like how much of this is actually going to come to fruition. I think a lot of this is going to change. Um, I agree. Is my prediction. But I'm excited about the change, but I just don't know what's actually going to end up being there. And I, honestly, frankly, I don't think they do either. So my opinion is that I think that Indiana Jones is almost guaranteed to come to this area of the park. I think that it, in Disney's head, if they're getting rid of Dinosaur, it makes sense for them to put something that they already have going on. I'm not saying that's my ideal situation, but I'm saying that makes sense for Disney. I do think this is going to be similar to what you said, Colby. I do think it's going to change a lot. This isn't at all where I'd want Encanto to go. I think that I think it's crazy to look at like how many open plots there are in World Showcase and still be like, oh, I'm going to put an Encanto slash Central America section over here in Animal Kingdom instead of there. But that being said, I am excited that they are changing Dino Land. I will be hopping on board this story. I am curious to see how much actually happens. I don't know. Mixed emotions. I'm excited to see Indiana Jones come here. I predicted that it will for a long time. You know, I think I mentioned it for a couple of episodes that Indiana Jones will probably be coming to Animal Kingdom. And I guess the Imagineers listen to the rope droppers because, man, we deliver. I don't know. I'm excited for this. But I think when you read the article and you read the Imagineering statement, a really big word in this is are being considered to come to Dino Land which is something important to keep in mind. So don't get your hopes up too high, but it is excited to daydream and think about what will come to this area of the park. Sad that it's not a Beast of Kingdoms, but I am happy that they will probably make it fit into the vision of Animal Kingdom, similar to how they did Avatar. We have a couple mini updates as far as stories from last year, D23. Tiana's Bayou Adventure is on track to open up in 2024 at the Magic Kingdom. We didn't get a confirmed date for that. We did get a sneak peek at the Louis animatronic, which was really cool and super advanced, terrifying little Five Nights at Freddy's look. But we got a little update there, but not much. You guys have anything to say about that one? It's great that it's going to open. I love that it's on track to open. Am I confident that it's going to open on track? Not necessarily, but as of right now, great. This is the ride I've been probably the most curious of of any refurb ever, just because it's replacing a ride that was so iconic and loved. So it's going to have to deliver. Hey, let me just say, if this is a flop and Country Bear Jamboree is a flop, we might have to take a trip to Tokyo just to be able to ride our two favorite rides. That's right. Splash Mountain and Country Bear. Those aren't going anywhere. Says a lot, but hey, <clears throat> I am. I'm excited for this. Like Colby said, I'm just ready for it to open. I do have faith. I think they're going to get this one on time, and I think everyone's going to be like looking around. What the heck? They did something on time. Go Imagineers. Go Disney. You got this. 
and Colby, I can tell you exactly how the ride's going to be. The exact layout. Yeah. I'm excited that we got an update for this as well. But we also got a little bit of an update for Beyond Big Thunder. And by an update, I mean they had no update. Uh, they told us that it's still early in development, meaning that last year's Parks panel, which was basically just a Blue Sky Project only panel, only one of the projects is coming into fruition. And by that, I mean made it out of the Blue Sky phase, which Tropical America's Land. Ugh, that's such a, Man, that's horrible. But with Tropical America's Land, so that made it off just the drawing board and made it on the table. But the Beyond Big Thunder, it looks like we won't even get this till 2032. My hopes are really low for this project. Yeah, Do you guys have anything I mean, to say? No, I honestly have nothing to add on this. It's a cool thought. There's nothing to actually say because they didn't say anything. They said a little bit, but not really. Alrighty. Let's move yeah, on to the draft. Yeah, I'm really excited for the draft this week, boys. And then you want to go ahead and introduce it? Yes, I'm very excited for the draft this week. This one was Colby's idea. And as soon as I saw the text of what we were drafting, I was like, all right, I got to get to planning. So I've got a list next to me of about 15, 20 of my favorite Disney TV shows. So it oh, can no. be anywhere from Disney XD to Disney Channel to Disney Junior, if you're about that, to Mandalorian, anything like that. Without further ado, with my first pick, I got to go with the childhood classic. This was my favorite. I can still sit down and watch it to this day. I'm going Phineas and Ferb. Uh, wow. Off the table so quickly. It was my number one pick overall as well. It looks like I'm going straight to Disney Plus for what I think. I don't know if it'll make it another round, but I'm going to take it now. I'm going to take The Mandalorian off the table. I think it's one of Disney Plus's best shows so far. I think there's another one that's equally good, but we'll talk about that in a second. Good pick. Y'all left my 1.1 on the board. I would have taken Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Okay. It's mm, easily the best good. show. Honestly, it was my number three, so it would have been my next pick. I'm pretty I'm safe. I got Sweet another life. one that's pretty sweet, too. Literally such a go-to show. Something that I loved about Disney shows back then in that era is they really left with closure. Another emotional uh, with a great ending. For me, I'm taking Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, mm. dude, don't do this. This was one don't of those that. that got me Man. on the Disney Channel. That'd be, dude, that movie oh, no. was so good. Guys, I might just become a Disney Plus list because y'all are just took my man. No, I was going to take Wizards next, but I got to. I was too. Good for you. Wizards was such a good show. And And plus, it has Selena Gomez. So, So are you lumping Sweet Life of Zack and Cody in with Sweet Life on deck? Is that what we're doing? Good question. I don't think think that counts. They're separate shows. They're separate shows. I was going to say. I'm honestly like, I'm taking Sweet Life on deck then because that's something that's really close to my heart, but. I think it's a really good example of continue a continuation of a story and making it different enough. Rooms weren't exactly very realistic for a cruise ship, but it's a really good show. Bro, those rooms were massive. You go on a real cruise ship, and they're so small. Like, I'm a big guy. I'm barely fitting on this cruise ship. Dude, honestly, it's crazy that this fell to me. This is another go-to show of my childhood. <laughs> Give me Hannah Montana, bro. Like, oh. this... That like you want to talk about a show that I could just watch over and over. It was so funny. That's um, all you. Also, a lot of good like life lessons in the show. I think. Like honestly, like, I remember learning things in the show. Um, it's super funny. Uh, of course, you got the iconic cheese jerky. Do y'all know about the cheese jerky? No. Nope. Y'all not. Do y'all not know that song? Want to give us a rendition? I'm the man who had the cheese. I'm the man who had the jerky. We put them both together, and they really work at cheese jerky. Oh, yeah. Say now what, it rings a bell now. 
Yeah, so. are y'all kidding me, bro? Uh, yeah. Hey, Colby, sometimes you remember the show a lot better than I do. This was like in my early days of watching Disney Channel. Yo, that, that show is so good. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I miss it, honestly. Hey, that it's was good. up there with once I got me hooked on Disney Channel, strictly because my older sister liked it. So I was kind of forced to watch it, and then I had my own love for it. That was great. I'm going to a, a later on in my childhood, when I was aging, finally, on Disney Channel. And I don't know if either one of y'all would pick this, but I'm going to pick it because this was one of my favorites. I'm taking Jesse. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, oh, I, was, I, I was too old for Jesse. Jesse was the... I didn't watch it. I, just, I figured I, you would. Yeah, I had aged out. It's not, I've seen like maybe one episode, but I, I really didn't watch it. See, that's what's like really interesting about the draft is because we're all kind of different age groups here. Y'all obviously in a certain one, and then it's me. So we're going to get a little bit of everything, I feel like. So Uh, Sweet Life on Deck was the last show that I watched completely. I think Um, Jesse was the last show I watched completely. It's crazy. Crazy. I think Jesse's a good pick. My little sister loves that show. And that's tough. That is tough. I'm going to try to stay away from Disney Plus as long as possible. I'm going to take Gravity Falls here in the third round. I think it ages super well. It's, it's a really good show. It has a lot of rewatchability. It's a good pick. It's it's pretty good. I like that. This is shocking. Also, I like Gravity Falls. I, I watched the first season. It was pretty good. But y'all let one of the best shows that Disney Channel has ever put out Fall in my lap in the third round. Give me That's So Raven. That's So Raven. Never get to Come watch on, it very guys. much. Bro, I thought you were about to say Corey's in the house. Dude, Corey's no, in the house I, smacks. So I like That's So Raven a lot better, to be honest. It, both of those were right before I started. Yeah. I did too. I, That's So Raven was barely in my realm, and then Corey in the house was really in my realm. These three shows that I have, they're literally my childhood. Sweet Life, Hannah Montana, That's So Raven. And just realize our demographic cover. is way so Colby's gonna win this draft. That's tough. <laughs> All three of these shows are goaded, especially Sweet Life. Yeah, like, they're really good. On, like, Sweet is... Life is Zach and Cody. And then, it, I I did choke a little bit, but I just can't believe y'all let me get all three of these. This is this is just this draft isn't right, bro. This draft isn't right. I'm about to kill this next pick. All right, let me hear it. Oh no, I'm like, so nervous. Like I'm, they might put me in prison for what's about to happen because it's such a good pick. Give me the Imagineering story. Okay. Right okay. over everyone's head. It's never great, thought, I would but never, I would have never thought about that. It. Y'all don't like Disney history? I love Disney no, history. We, we no, run a I podcast here. We run a podcast. No, got y'all jumbling your words. No, literally, I would have never <laughs> thought that it counted on this, but it... Should I, should I pick something else? No, no that's um, fine. my childhood. Oh, that works. Got a list of 15 over there, though, so I imagine you got something, but Imagineering story is a good pick. No, let me let you can mention some honorable mentions, but I want to make sure that I get this one. Colby's probably going to go for another Disney Channel original, but I'm going to stick over here on Disney Plus. I think it would be a shame for my list, at least not to take Loki. Season two is coming out here in a few weeks. And it's one of my favorite Disney Plus shows to date. Best Marvel project probably ever. Wow. And I'm, I'm just a bold statement. <laughs> I like it a lot. I think it's really good. Tom Hiddleston's fantastic. I am You've convinced me to watch it. In the fourth round. It's really good. You would like it. And the new season's coming out, so it'll just something else to keep up with. Perfect. So I'm taking Loki. Will be what okay, fell in your lap so this time? I, y'all really did let this fall in my lap, and it's actually crazy. But I have three shows that I really want to pick. It's okay. really tough. Give me some honorable go, mentions. Let's so. draft a fifth. Let's I'm gonna go. Fifth. I'm gonna go Goof Troop. It's good. <laughs> right. Man, you were you were old. You were old. Bro. Yo, so this used to before 
before Disney XD, there was this channel called Toon Disney. I still remember it like to this day. It was 292. And Goof Troop was my favorite show on Toon Disney. Father, like son, always number one. Best buddies, best pals. I tell you something, Dude. Colby. Yeah. It wasn't even airing by the time. The time I was watching <laughs> Disney Channel. I didn't watch Goof Troop as they came out. I think Goof Troop originated in the mid-90s, maybe? Um, mid-90s, yeah. But they used to just replay them, like, when I was a kid, like, when I was, like, eight, seven. So the other show that I really wanted to... Can I, do, can I tell my other show that I really wanted to pick? Y'all want to just draft a fifth, then? Because I have another one I can Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, go. Let's draft a fifth, Landon. Go ahead. Oh, gosh. Give me a second. Hey, if you pick my last, if you pick, I have one left on my list, so just don't pick that one, and then. Okay, there's two that I'm split between. So someone say one or two. Two. Okay. All right, I'm taking kicking it. This Ooh, show okay. used to have me literally oh, trying karate in my dude, bedroom. Kicking um, it with you. Oh, dude, it made me want to eat falafel for the first time. Like this show influenced my childhood more than I remember it. I caught a few episodes of kicking it. I, it was around the time that I was done, though. But I caught it. I caught a few episodes. Here. I'm just taking what I like, and I'm taking Kim Possible. I think this is fantastic. <laughs> Kim Possible, Ron Stoppable, iconic duo. I think they're it go, it's very underrated, and Disney did a horrible job making it a live action. This is a pretty good show. Hey, but they did great with it in Epcot. They did, and I think that's what made me like it more was whenever you could have the Kim Possible phones and had Wade on your phone. Really good. Yo, I have two. I have two that I really want to pick. I want to pick both of them. Let's go pick, ahead and pick. Let's pick. I'm not. Right. I don't have a. So, I don't have a six one. <laughs> Colby, you can say the one and then have an honorable mention. All right. So Good House of Mouse. House of Mouse was easily like the best show. I remember when me and my sister Cassie and I like we, when House of Mouse was on, there was no getting us away from the TV. Literally the best show ever. It had all the Disney characters. Basically, it felt like they were like an award ceremony type thing. It was mm -hmm. just so awesome. It's not on Disney Plus, which I don't know why. That's a great question, actually. But it's just an awesome show. Has to do with the disinterest. Yep. What? Mm. That's no way. This House of Mouse remains absent. The original animated series aired from 2001 to 2003. It's just not popular enough. Bro, they have some movies that nobody watches on House. On, oh, on I know, Disney I know. Plus. I'm. It so doesn't like, make any sense to me. So. Also, my last one that I really want to highlight, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Okay, I've got a big list here of honorable mentions I would like to say. Okay, pick two or three. Dang it, bro. Wait, we still got two more segments, so. All right, Austin and Allie. Good uh, one. Bro, I did not like that one. Ross Lynch. I liked Lab Rats. Lab Rats was uh, on mid, but that's fine. Let's see. Man, I, I got to go Zeke and Luther. Zeke and Luther. Yeah, Zeke and Luther was a uh, one I considered. I like Zeke and Luther. It was good. I do I like. I rewatched Star Wars Rebels recently, which was pretty good, and that was a Disney XD show. It wasn't one got canceled. It got it was seen all the way through. And one that's an honorable mention for me that isn't technically a Disney show, but now it is. Star Wars: The Clone Wars. That was fantastic. <laughs> it was on Cartoon Network, but the final season got released on Disney Plus. So I'm giving it a little bit of a. That's why I didn't draft it, but I do think it was. It's a superior one. Elite, that, was a, that would be an elite pick. I agree. Let's go ahead and our lists and what they are. So Landon, what'd you draft? First, I took Phineas and Ferb. Second, I took Wizards of Waverly Place. Third, I took Jesse. Fourth, I took The Imagineering Story on Disney+. And then fifth, I took Kicking It. 
First, I took Mandalorian. Second, I took Sweet Life on Deck. Third, I took Gravity Falls. Fourth, I took Loki. Then fifth, I took Impossible, Ron Stoppable. All right, so my list goes like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, then Hannah Montana, That's So Raven, Goof Troop, and House of Mouse. And there are just different decades here. Just so clearly. This was a really fun draft. It was really fun. There's still things that we forgot. Can we do Disney Channel original movies next week? I yes. would love to. Yes. I would love to. No, I that's a great to. idea. That Tune in next week. We'll continue the Disney Channel train with Disney Channel original movies. There are so many good ones, guys. Our next segment is Extra Magic Hours. For those of you who don't know what Extra Magic Hours is, it is a segment exclusive for our patrons. And if you don't know what Patreon is, you can check the link down in the description below. It's basically where you can support the show for a certain amount of money each month. You pick the tier. And you get access to episodes like this, but an extended version with extra magic hours, access to the script, uh, exclusive how I make I make the artwork for every episode every week. Um, so you get access to that as well. And there's a tier where you can get three stickers a month. So I'm super excited for this week's uh, honest conversation about the D23 Expo. I have a lot to say, so we're going to cut here and you'll hear the Disney Trivia Showdown next if you're not a patron. Let's move straight on to the Disney Trivia Showdown. <laughs> And for those of you who don't know what the Disney Trivia Showdown is, we are all semi-Disney experts here on the Rope Choppers podcast. We claim to be. So every week, we try to stump one another with a very specific Disney trivia question. Uh, might, not, might not be that strong this week, but I'm confident it, it may get one of y'all. In Liberty Square, on the Liberty Tree, there are a certain amount of land, your, land lanterns. How many are there? 13, probably. Yes. For the Dang, bro. Dang. It's the colonies, right? Yeah. That's an American oh. question. It's very good. Alrighty. Where at least I know I'm free. Alrighty. I have a very fun question for y'all this week. It has a lot to do with Disney CEOs. Alrighty. So, Bob Iger has been CEO of the Disney company since when 2008 it's earlier than that i wanted to also say three so i know that he made the purchase of pixar so that was in 2004 and that might have been one of the things the first things he did what year was that i am good he bought pixar i think 2004 is that right he bought it after 2004 just to help you a little bit that way what uh, year did he buy it i he didn't do you know when he became disney ceo I'm going to say 2005. I'll just throw that out there. Whatever. It's 2005. That's when he bought it. That was... Oh, really? Good guess. I'll take it. He bought Pixar in 2006. January of 2006. So that's just to help a little bit with your timelines as far as the Disney company goes. But very good guess. Lyndon was a little late, but that's totally fine. Literally five years old when this guy came into office. I'm not upset about that. Cut me some slack. All right. That's fine. That's fine. It's not that bad. Not even double so, digits. My question is, what is the oldest attraction in the Magic Kingdom? Mm. What is the one that was built first? There's a pretty iconic photo of this. Built first. I mean, like, you mean the first one built in the Magic Kingdom, or you mean, like, the oldest attraction? This is the first one that was built. Okay. I feel like I still might get com- confused. I mean, I, I know the oldest attraction, and it's Prince yeah. Charming's Regal Carousel. That's the oldest attraction. Yeah, you're right. They, they, oh, that's just the answer? That's the answer, yeah. It was okay. the first one ever built, so that means it's the oldest. Yeah. I didn't know if you meant first one built inside the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, that's first. what I was wondering. 
Yeah. I, y'all but, have seen that photo of it, nothing else being around it, and it's just that. Carousel, cool. yeah. It's pretty cool. Very cool. Very cool. And it's because they bought it from, it's a third, both carousels in Disneyland and Disney World are third-party carousels, which is really funny. But, yeah, very good questions this week, boys. It was a really fun time. This was really fun. The D23 recap is always one of my favorite events to catch up on Disney. So I hope we were that for you. Let us know what your favorite story was or what story you're most excited for or which one disappoints you the most. This was a super great episode. Shout out to our patrons again. We appreciate you guys so much. Shout out to Landon and Colby for being here. We are recording this at 11.44 for us, and it is 12.44 for Colby. Give give some love to Colby on Colby Trades Pins and Landon over at Disneyland. Bro, I'm so Um, tired. I have to be up at We're getting there. So, so yeah, thank you guys so much for for being a part of it. It it really means a lot to us that y'all come and listen every week. My name is Glenn. My name is Landon. And I'm Colby and I'm sleepy. And this has been the Rope Droppers podcast. We'll see you guys real soon. All right, boys. Mm -hmm.